Alex and Peter. Good morning, my love. Good morning, my love. How did you sleep last night? Well, went to bed early around, you know, 10, 15 and woke up. Um, well, I had my alarm set for 6.45 to wake up early, but you beat me to it. Your alarm was set for 5, and we got up even earlier than I thought at 5, and here we are. Yep, I have some stuff that I have to do, and if you wanted to record this morning, we had to wake up early. Yep, and I was definitely wanting to record, so I made it happen. And now we're having coffee, and we're so happy and chipper, and everybody's happy and happy... Happy, happy. Yeah. And today is a special day, our friend let us know. Oh. Yeah, do you want me to read the text? Sure. About today, she said, Happy get Gateway Night. Tomorrow dawns the midpoint between winter solstice and Vernon equinox, a special time to notice the slow, quiet, abiding growth of winter and look forward to longer days and more energy to reap and share as our time in the light lengthens. I'll be lighting a candle in honor of the first spark of spring and the power of new beginnings. She's a witch! I thought that was really special, and it kind of helped me um, view today with more intentionality of, like, um, honoring this shift in, in the season and a time of, of l more light. And um, it also had me thinking about... The concept of like light and evening and I thought maybe we could talk today a little bit about um witches well that we can save that for another episode if you'd like but just like the concept of waking up early and first light in the morning and being able to enjoy that um so I was kind of curious about like your experience around being like more of a early riser or a late riser like a morning, more of a morning or night person, and um, how that's maybe changed for you over time? So people like to think that they're morning people or night people, like a, what is it, morning lark, night owl, that yeah. kind of thing, right? Um, I'm an all the time cat. Yeah. Right? Fuck birds. Not, not seriously, don't do that. That's gross. But like, no thank you birds. Yes cat. All the time cat. Yep. I know that cats are normally only awake during, or like active during dawn and dusk, but I'm an all the time animal. Mm -hmm. uh, I can do stuff at night. I can do stuff in the morning. I love waking up early. I love staying up late. Uh, there is no time when I don't want to be up doing stuff unless I'm tired and then I sleep. Gotcha. So I'm curious when you were a teenager, because teens are n notorious for sleeping in and I know there's science and research behind that. I can't remember exactly what it mm. is, but I do remember something along the lines of somewhere in, like, our development and growth, like, teenagers, as they're developing, need, like, inherently need more sleep and tend to sleep in longer. Um, it's, like, not uncommon for a teen to sleep till like, noon or one. Um, was that your experience? Uh, I mean, once I got to high school, I was probably... <coughs> <coughs> Excuse me. I was probably, hmm, I mean, still both. Like, I was still waking up early and going to school early. I was at school by, like, 6.30 every morning. Like, school didn't even open up until 8, you know? Wow. Um, and then I was always involved in a bunch of extracurriculars, so I was always at school until later. 
And then I what would were you doing up. at school so early? Um, I didn't want to pay for parking, so I had to, to get a good parking spot, I had to show up early. Yeah. And because street parking was the only free parking, and the street parking at my high school was like one long strip, like right out, right on the edge of the parking lot. Yeah. And so if you didn't get a good spot, you would have, you would almost have to walk from like the very farthest point that was still school property all the way up to the front door. So that was part of it. Um, I don't know, just kind of wanted to like see people, get my day going, do things. I was kind of used to it because like my mom would always take me to school really early when I was like, even in like elementary and middle school. Yeah. So kind of just habitual at that point, I think. Gotcha. So as a young adult, like in your early twenties, did you, were you still someone who woke up pretty early? Uh, mm, I mean, in college, I probably, let's see. I don't know, I feel like I kind of just structured my day around when my classes were scheduled. So if I could sleep in, I'd sleep in. And if I couldn't, I didn't. Gotcha. So kind of just like artificial stuff all the time. Like, oh, need to get a parking spot. Oh, biology classes at 8 a.m. Oh, you know, whatever else. Right. I don't really, I don't know. I guess for me personally, I don't really subscribe to the idea of like morning lark, night owl type stuff. Like it just doesn't fit with my experience. Gotcha. Yeah, how about you? What about, like, are you, what, do you find yourself tending towards one or the other? Or? So, I actually have more, like, inflection points, I think, than you do. So, when I was a teen, I historically, like, slept in regularly as much as I could, if like, as much as school would permit, and on the weekends I would sleep in really late, and I was actually tired. Um, so, I'd sleep in to, like, noon, one sometimes even two o'clock, depending on how tired I was. Um, and then in college, I struggled with early morning classes, and I would wake up at last minute and go to class. Um, and then I would say in my 20s, I tended to s- sleep in. Um, and I've always kind of been someone who slept in his- and, like, got tried to get, like, I, I kind of, my body naturally likes having, like, eight hours of sleep, sometimes nine um, if I'm tired and sometimes seven and a half hours if I'm, you know, already pretty well rested. But, um, I will say when we met and started really, you know, dating and being overnight together regularly, spicy. spicy times, um, I really started waking up a lot earlier and, um, honestly, we've been together for a while, so it's hard to remember when this, when this really started, but I would probably say like four years, four or five years ago, um, is when I really started waking up particularly early. And if you recall, when I was in grad school, I was routinely getting up around five to do like my reading and my homework and mm-hmm. get it done early oh, in the yeah, morning because... I viewed the evening time, like, nighttime as, like, um, kind of our time to just, like, watch Netflix or decompress or just hang out. And my, I wasn't, like, I don't have a lot of motivation to do tasks and activities. And, like, I didn't have motivation to do, like, homework or reading at night. So in order to get it done, I started waking up super early. Mm-hmm. And once I graduated, 
And in between starting my career, I started sleeping in again. But then once my career started, I routinely started waking up around like eight, eight-ish. Um, but yeah, that's kind of become a habit for me now to wake up around eight and try to go to bed a little bit earlier so I still get a lot of sleep. And yeah, I, I would really say like you changed that for me, probably. Um, and now I kind of enjoy waking up early. Um, but even now, like on the weekends, I sleep in until like nine, ten o'clock. That's not uncommon. Mm. Um, well, this is another one of those examples of being, uh, you know, shaped by the people you spend most of your time around. Yeah. So like, hey, again. Surround yourself with good people who are doing good things, who are in line with what you're doing, because it affects you. It does affect you. Yeah. Yeah. But there are also, like, little things I do to try to, like, help me wake up earlier, like making sure I go to bed at a decent time and keeping, um, I, a habit I developed is if I knew I needed to wake up early, I would make sure all the windows and blinds were open in the room when I went to bed so that the sunlight would wake me up. Mm -hmm. Yep. And now in the new house, there's like a huge window right behind our bed that lets some decent sunlight in. So most times I'm waking up when the sun is fully up. Mm -hmm. I've thought about buying one of those alarms where it's like a a light alarm where it Mm -hmm. starts out and it's like low and then it like brightens up and wakes you up instead of a Yeah. I don't really like sound based alarms. They're, they, I don't know. Yeah, I don't either, but it's only hard because we we do wake up at different times. Like, you typically, I wake up typically around 8, and you wake up around, like, 6.30. And so it'd be hard to use a light alarm Um, that would wake both of us up at the same time, you know, since I need more sleep than you do. Yeah, I'll just get, like, one of those sleeping masks, but on the inside it'll be, like, one of those LED light boxes. Um, that'd be really jarring to have a light just brightening on your eyes. I don't know if it was if it was gradual it wouldn't be so bad. Yeah. I've tried to life hack the whole like sound alarm thing by um well and this is also just good for sleep hygiene. I plug my phone in across the room from the bed so that when my alarm goes off I have to get out of bed to go turn it off. And that wakes me up a little bit. Even if I snooze it and get back in bed, I'm already, like, somewhat alert. So when the snooze goes off, I'm more likely to wake up. Um, But you got me a Fitbit a few months ago. And the Fitbit has a smart alarm feature where it can start buzzing 30 minutes before the alarm goes off on the Fitbit. And by buzzing, you mean, like, vibrating on you? Vibrating on my arm. And that, like, kind of gently starts to wake me up. And um, so it gently wakes me up 30 minutes before the actual alarm on the Fitbit goes off and before the alarm goes off on my phone so that I'm more, I'm slightly more alert and more likely to not snooze um, when the final alarm does go off. And so that's really helped me, helped me as well um, be able to wake up earlier. But... As we reflected on today being a day of light and just waking up particularly early today, I was just feeling really good about mornings, Mm -hmm. and I love recording with you, because after we record, I go out to the living room and start 
doing administrative stuff for my business on the laptop, and I like doing it on the couch that faces where this faces east where the sun rises, and um, so I kind of enjoy recording early and then getting to watch the sunrise at seven. It, lately, it's been rising at seven thirty. Um, so that's been a really pleasant experience. Sounds like you're really in touch with nature these days. I'm trying. Yeah. Well, I think that everybody should go out, <clears throat> find their witchiest friend, uh, become a Patreon, 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 Patriot? Patreon? Patron. Patron. Of your local witch store. Uh, we like, what, Oracle in the Crossroads and Casey Conjure also in the Crossroads. Yep. So if you need some Bobcat Knuckles to do some scrying, hit up Oracle. If you need a voodoo doll, if you if you got someone you need to, to put a hex on or something like that, go to Casey Conjure. Um, and yeah, yeah, do do some witchy shit for this, uh, what, what's the name of the day? It's like the midway point between the so, winter, winter solstice, solstice. And the vernal equinox or something yeah. like that. Well, guess what? That just sounds like a reason to have sex to me. All right? So go out and have sex. Go Leave your house. First person you see, uh, man, woman, not a child, but like animal, vegetable, mineral, if they can consent, look them right in the eye and say, hey, it's the midway point between the winter solstice and the vernal equinox. Would you like to engage in coitus? And just see. See if it works. Because you know what? I bet one out of every two times it's going to work. <laughs>